Welcome back to Living in My Mind. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this and hopefully you've seen the other episodes. Today I want to talk about something that's very prevalent uh, with all of us. It doesn't matter who we are, what we are, where we're from. It's bullying. And most people take a look at bullying and they think that bullying happens just when you're a kid. As adults, we get bullied. And I think that's something that many of us don't understand. We're in situations where people bully us, whether it's work, whether it's family, whether it's church, whether it's any of our social environment. And people don't understand what bullying is. Bullying to me is basically someone trying to convince you to do something for the betterment of them rather than for yourself because it makes them feel comfortable. A good example is I have a business that I do some work with, the drug and alcohol. And one of the people was, uh, I was working with them and they owed me a lot of money and they kept saying, well, you know, we're going to pay you. So I finally said, the reality is I, I can't help you anymore. Well, if you can't help me, then I don't need you. Uh, you know, if you give me an opportunity, uh, I'll pay you down the line. And then they just started the, you know, every day, well, you know, you can do this. Well, you know, you know, and I didn't know what the hell they kept saying. And I realized I stepped back and I realized they're bullying me to help them continuously make the money because I know where the money's coming from, but they don't want to take care of the responsibility and they try to make me feel guilty. Well, if you don't do this, the clients aren't going to be able to stay. The clients aren't going to have be able to do this. It doesn't work that way. We're bullied by people no matter what we think on a day-to-day -day basis, whether you're in a car and someone's honking their horn, whether you go in the grocery store and someone's mad because you've got... 20 items and they got one and they ask if they go ahead of you. No, you're behind me. The reality is we don't really look at that and sometimes we just let things go. Well, what happens when we're bullied, especially someone like myself, it manifests into anger, depression. Because then I say, well, why in the hell didn't I stand up for myself? Why did I let that person? Then when I slowed down, I realize it's on me. And being bullied is not comfortable because what happens if we don't take care of the situation or the circumstance or the people, then we become bullies. That's the honest way. That if you can't do what you need to do for yourself, then you're obviously going to go do what someone's done for you or done to you, pardon me. And I became a bully in my life towards people because it happened to me and I thought, well, shit, if I can't get what I want, I can overcome them. I can verbally overcome them. I can emotionally overcome them. I can mentally, and et cetera, et cetera. I made every excuse in the world for being a bully. And bullies exist. Then you become what you hate. And that's what happened to me. I became what I hated. What I hated in other people doing to me, I realized I did it to people. I did it to family members. I did it to my mother and my grandmother. And later on in life, it was just traumatic to realize, oh, my God, I did that to them. I own up to it because it's the truth and it's the reality and it's helped me become the person I am today. Doesn't mean I'm any better than anybody. Doesn't mean I'm off any worse off than anybody as well. But as long as I'm honest enough to myself, I'm able to work through this. One of the big forms of bullying is in relationships. It doesn't matter if you're in a relationship with a man, a woman, or someone who identifies in another way. That's not the point. But when someone is bullying you to be in the relationship and manipulating at the same time, there's depression, there's anxiety, there's confusion. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. Many of us don't want to be alone. Loneliness really fucking sucks. And the reality is when we're lonely, what do we do? We do things that allow us to feel better momentarily, whether it's food, whether it's drugs, whether it's sex, whether it's shopping, whether it's something that gives us a momentary, at that moment, it makes us feel good. Then when we're, it's over, it's gone. Mine, as I mentioned before, is food, sex, and gambling, trifecta in the world. 
And then when I get done with soothing myself or feeding my depression or anxiety or psychosis, I'd start all over again. So it was a cycle that went on for years and years and years. And to this day, I still deal with it. I have better tools that I've gotten by working with people and understanding. I have a better understanding that I'm not going to let somebody bully me anymore. It doesn't work that way. You also can do that. It takes work. It takes time. There are people that can help you. There's organizations that can help you. One of the big things about being bullied, and a lot of kids have experienced this, and you read and you see where a young man or a young woman has killed themselves because someone's bullying them over their family, maybe because they're poor, or the person might transgender issues, they might identify as this, that. Someone might say something. And you actually have people out there who are not worried if something's going to happen. You have kids that have killed themselves because they're worried about what's going to happen to their adult parents. When they're 12, 13, they've had to take care of the family. They've become the adult in the family because either mom or dad's not there or something's going on. But we live in a society, what do we do? We talk about it. We do, what do we do? Prevention. We have one month out of the year suicide prevention. As I said before, we got one month for everything. But we got 12 months out of the year for everybody to still be an asshole. Kind of interesting to me. There should be one month of assholes and 11 months of good people. The reality is if we don't do something about it, then it's never going to change. So we need to set boundaries. And setting boundaries is not easy because you lose people. And many times I have thought, well, if I set a boundary, that person's not going to be in my life. So if I need to do something, or I want something, that person can help me. But then I realized the person was in my life only because it was circumstantial because of what I could provide them, not what they could provide me. And then I've stuck around people in work and privately because I didn't want to be alone. Even though I was alone with them. How many of you have ever been with someone? You're out to dinner, you go to the movie, you go to a play, you go to a ball game, you go to a con, you go some, but you're alone, even though you're with somebody else. I think many of us have experienced that. And the reality is the only person who can take care of that is us. There's, look, there's a lot of different ways we can look at this. You know, a lot of people go to therapy. A lot of people like therapy. A lot of people don't believe in it. I look, I work with therapists and I can understand when people say they have a hard time with the therapist, but if it's not a therapist, it's someone who understands you. It's a friend. It's someone who could be a complete stranger. One of the things I've gotten to realize is a lot of people love going to a therapist because it is a stranger. You're paying someone to talk to because think about it. If you talk to your family member, your wife, your husband, your girlfriend, your daughter, your son, your aunt, your uncle, somebody else, the way that you can talk to a therapist, you have a lot of doubt that that person is going to accept what you have to offer, that they're going to listen to what you have to say. So therefore, we rely on other people. A great therapist is just going to guide you and listen to you and help you find the answers, not tell you what you have to do. I've said that many times, and I'll always say that. Once someone starts telling you how you need to live your life, then again, unless you're a criminal, they want to probably give you good advice not to be a criminal. And I know that from personal experience. But the reality is being bullied is traumatic on us emotionally. It makes us feel less than. Our self-worth is down the hill. We don't know what to do. We start doubting ourselves. We feel like, oh my God, if I don't do what that person wants, I'm not gonna have a friend. I'm not gonna be in a relationship. Uh, I don't have a job. How am I gonna pay my bills? So therefore we do things. And then who's gonna help us? No one. Do you think the bully is someone who's going to look out for you? Remember this, many people who are bullies have been bullied in some way or another. That's not the excuse for the way they treat somebody else. If you look at kids, look at, look at when girls are in school together versus boys. 
Boys don't really sit there and talk about how a girl looks or this, or that boys look, pardon me, you know, about their body, their clothes and stuff like that. Girls are very cruel. Young girls are cruel to each, cruel to each other. They talk about this, they talk about that, their clothes, their, their body size, you know, they make comments about them and it really devastates young girls. Guys will go fight it out and then it'll be over. And that's the same thing. Then when we get older in life, if your coping skill is to be defensive, which mine was always to be defensive because when I went to grade school and high school, my brother and I were bullied. Uh, we went to private grade school and high school and I only had a mother, grandmother, and great grandmother, no dad. And so people made fun of me for that. Uh, we didn't have all the money in the world, but my mother, grandmother, and great grandmother worked their asses off and gave us the best life that they could. Now, remember something, just because you have money doesn't mean you have a great life. There are more problems sometimes with people with money than people who don't have money. But when you grow up a certain way, you don't know any better, what tools do you have? You don't have tools. If you don't know there's an opportunity to get help, how do you know you're going to get it? I interview people on a day-to-day -day basis who didn't realize they can get help. No one in their family ever got it. There's a lot of cultural issues when it comes to getting help where certain cultures think it's, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. There's macho cultures, certain ones that say, you know, take care of the family. Don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. Well, who's going to help you if you have generation after generation of people who are depressed, people who have anxiety, if your coping skills are based upon your family and how they cope, a lot of times it's going to be difficult. But bullies do exist at all ages. I went to dinner the other night and there was a man and a woman and probably in their 70s, funnier than hell. They went to order and he said to her, no, 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 I'll order. She looked at him and she said, no, I can order for myself. He said, well, if you can order for yourself, I'm just going to leave. Now I'm sitting there, I'm looking at this guy and I'm thinking, what a complete a-hole. He was such a bully to her. But the best part was she ordered, she sat there, he got up and left. Now, I was there for like an hour. She was eating by herself for an hour. He came back. It was an interesting thing, but he wanted to order for her. And it turned into a hell of an argument where they brought the management over. They had to ask them to leave. But it was like when someone has that much control or wants to control you, that's a bully. When you're in a relationship with someone and they try to tell you, you know, I don't want you to have friends of the opposite sex. I don't want you to do certain things. I don't want you to be on social media. That's a bully, a manipulator too, but that's a bully. Why do people bully? Out of insecurity? Yes. Out of neediness? Yes. Might be a sociopath? Pretty damn sure. But many people bully because they have no other way to get something from another person. They can't be honest. They can't be transparent. They're afraid to ask people what they need. So they're always going to tell people what they can't do. When you're in a relationship, working relationship, or what have you with someone, and they're always telling you the things that you're doing wrong. One little tiny thing that you're doing good once in a while to make you think, oh my God, there's hope, you know, maybe this person, we're always trying to please people. And you think about it, who do we try to please the most? Are the people that are bullies in our lives? It's a reality. It's hard to address. It's hard to be honest about that. No matter where we go, no matter what job you have, there's a hierarchy. No matter what job you have, if someone comes to you and says, hey, you need to work on this, and they say, hey, here's some situations, here's what I recommend. But if they come to you and say, look, you're not doing a good job, you need to fix this. If you can't fix this, I can find someone. I've had that happen to many times. What does that do? I get this cold, then I get this hot feeling, I start to sweat, I just, I have a panic attack. Because, oh my God, if, are they gonna fire me? Some people, that's the way they do business. Some people, that's what they think they're doing is being a leader. That's no leader. Jesus, God, Judas was a better leader for God's sake.
The reality is if people continue to treat you this way, you need to step back and think, what can I do? Okay. If you're being bullied by someone because of a job, take a look at that job. Take a look at what you get from it. See if there's other opportunities for you. Many people say to me, well, I can't leave because I make a very good living. You can leave. There's an answer right there. You can, but you make a choice to stay. So we get to that point too in life that when we're bullied by other people, if we don't do something about it, we become part of the problem. I did that for years. I became part of the problem. I bitched. I complained. I argued. I did whatever I could. And then I finally realized nine months ago, I had a meeting with someone. I said, look, I love you to death as a person, but I can't and I will never work with you again. It's the most toxic place. I used to get emails and text messages in the morning, <laughs> two, three in the morning. It was quite comical. And the reason I'm single and the reason my life isn't going the way it is because I couldn't finish this paper that was done at nine o'clock the night before. I'm like, wow, that's, I didn't realize that's why I'm single. You know, someone would be very cutthroat. Now, then again, I'm a very cut and dry person and I know that I've made negative comments and negative effects on people's lives and I try to rectify that. I still am who I am. In many ways, I won't change. I can only try to get better. But it felt the relief of saying to this person, who's still in my life and I love him, I'd do anything in the world for him as a friend. But from a business point of view, would never have anything to do with him again because it was just too much stress, too much toxicity. And every job is like that. It doesn't matter where you're at. If you go into jobs and you watch people, here's the real good part. How many of you have a manager or a supervisor um, at a job? And you're doing all the work, but that person's taking all the credit. And that person you're afraid to talk to because, oh my God, they could fire me. They're the one writing my report. They could put a bad report. There's so many things that go into us understanding what a bully is and who's bullying us. And... The only reason I'm sharing this is because I've been bullied and I know I was a complete asshole being a bully to other human beings. I wouldn't be sitting here trying to pretend that I'm anything other than what I am or what I've done. And many of us don't want to be honest with ourselves and we don't want to be honest with other people. When it comes to relationships, how many of you have ever been bullied by the other person to do something? You think about it. Now, there's a big difference between being coerced or saying, you know, this week we're doing this, this week we're doing that separate thing, but something you really don't want to do. One of the biggest things about manipulating bullying is sex. How many people have ever been bullied into doing something with somebody else? You might want to use the word manipulation. To me, it's the same thing. But many men, and I know there are women out there that do the same thing. Many men will bully a woman. Well, you know, we've been together for a while. You know, if you really love me, you know, if you did, it's like, wow, you're really that insecure and that, you're that pathetic of a man that you have to use those terms and use that psychological ploy to get what you want from someone. Think about that. How many times have you done something because you just wanted to say, oh, the hell with it. I don't want to deal with it. You know, I got, it'll go away. Does it ever go away? No. If we don't address things right on, if we don't address things in the beginning, it's going to continue. And the one thing I've learned for me and myself is if I let somebody treat me a certain way and I don't try to change, then again, I'm part of the problem. If I can't help myself, nobody else is going to help me. And for us to think that we do have friends and family and people out there that are always going to be there, that's not the case. We have to really slow down and look at the situations we're in and understand that, damn, I'm being bullied. Or realize you're bullying other people. A while back, I was supposed to go on a date. This was about three or four months ago. It was on a Friday night. The young lady called me on Thursday. And it's happened twice in the last couple of months. 
And so she said, look, my friend is, it's amazing. Both of them don't know each other, but sound like they had the same story. My friend's coming in town and I haven't seen her and she's leaving on Saturday. And I said, okay. I said, so would you like to see her? She goes, yes. And I said, okay, so what would you like to do? And she goes, well, you know, let's go to dinner. And I said, well, you wouldn't have called me and told me that your friend was here. I have a feeling you'd like to spend time with your friend because I'm going to be here. I'm not going anywhere because if you went out with me, you're going to start thinking about your friend. We're not going to have a great time. Your mind's going to be elsewhere because then you've got, got to pack a whole two days into one day with your friend on a Saturday. And it took us a while, but she understood what I was. I didn't want to have a bad night because I needed somebody to follow through. If that makes sense. And I think a lot of people will do that. A lot of people will bully you into feeling bad so that you need to do something with them. And no one's going to be happy. That's for damn sure. No one's going to be happy. I had a wonderful friend in my life for nine years, never on time for anything. Finally, I told her, if you can't be on time, I just got to walk away. And it happened. We were going to meet at a restaurant, five o'clock downtown, 5.15, didn't hear from her, 5.30. I let her know that I was leaving. She called me more names than I could imagine. You know, I'm always late. This is who I am. I said, you're right. It is who you are, but this is who I am now. My time's just as important, just as valuable. And she was bullying me to try to get me to stay. And the last text was, well, good. Then you're going to Venmo me money for the taxi. And I said to her, I said, well, first of all, you don't take taxis anymore. You take, you know, Uber. And it was just an interesting exchange, but I'm not going to let anybody bully me. I'm not always right and I'm wrong a lot. And so that's something that you have to take a look at. But bullying to me is just a horrific thing to go through or to do to another person because it does lead to a lot of mental health issues. Like I said earlier, I know when I've been depressed and I take a look at the people who bullied me and I'm afraid to talk to them, I'm afraid to say something, even if it's a simple thing, because a, a simple word could be bullying. So we really need to look at what people are talking to us about, how they're talking to us. One thing I can't stand, and I try my best to do this in a better way, I don't like people to talk at me. Talk to me, I'll listen, and I'll do it. When you start talking at me, you lose me. And I think we all do that to people. One of the things is when, and this is for men, when you mansplain things to women. I was raised by three women. To me, a lot more smarter than us men to a degree. But don't try to mansplain or don't try to explain, and, and not just men, but when someone tries to explain something to you and you're in the same field, you're in the same business, just talk about it. Don't always act like the other person has less knowledge than you. Sometimes they're quiet. doesn't mean that they're uh, less knowledge. They just don't want to run their mouth like somebody else. So there's always a way to look at it. So please take a look at the, your surroundings, whether it's family, friends, relationships, work, and see if you're being bullied and see if you're bullying anybody else. And slow yourself down because, as I said, with the kids, they're adults that have taken their own lives based upon being bullied throughout their whole life, and they don't know what to do. They feel exhausted. They have no hope. They have nobody around them. So slow yourself down. Work with each other. Work with those people in your life. If you have a problem with them, reach out to them and talk to them. The last thing you want is the mental health issues taking over and being extremely detrimental. So what you can do is you can... If you ever feel like a suicide is something that you're thinking about, use the number down below for the hotline. You can always text the show here if you're looking for any type of help, anything else, not suicide prevention. That's not what we're doing here, what I'm talking about. Call that hotline. They've got wonderful people that can help you. But I want to thanks for your time, and hopefully there was something to be gained by this. If you like what you've heard and you enjoy it, uh, you can go to YouTube, uh, Spotify, 
Apple Podcast. Uh, you can go to, we're on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all that good social media stuff. And uh, thank you.